Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Books and Batches. Not to be confused with books and batches. Very good. <laughs> batches, we went southern today. Oh, if we want to go southern, we can go southern, sweetie. Please stop. I lived in Tennessee for six, six months. months. I know what I'm talking for about. For six months. <laughs> Um, so we are a spoiler podcast. Chances are we're going to ruin your book if you haven't read whatever we're talking about. I'm sorry. So leave now or forever hold your peace. Or just come back and just deal with it. Pause, yeah. pause and come back. Yeah. We also talk about sex and we talk and we swear. So if you don't like any of those things, if you get offended easily, oh, bye-bye. Oh, bye-bye. Thanks for coming. I appreciate it. Thank you it. for stopping by. Please continue streaming and just mute it. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, we could use the uh, place. That would be great. Um, we promise we're great. This week, what did we even say the genre was? Sci-fi. It's sci-fi, baby. Sci-fi. Just sci-fi in sci-fi. general. Hold just, on. Just Quick sci-fi. question. Yeah. Sci-fi. How do you spell it? S-Y-F-Y? Isn't that the channel? Yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> She got me. She got me. That was a setup. Slam dunk. Damn it, Maria. Slam dunk. So quick, just quick introduction. That was Kristen over oh, there. Yeah. I'm Maria. I forgot. And we have Erica. Erica. Yeah. <laughs> just want to. I just okay. Listen, I saw all the document. I, sci-fi s-y-f-y and oh I said, so erica so, that was me wrong. that was me so i just want but here i wasn't trying to set you up i yes, was trying were. to find out if maybe i was wrong this entire time no but i wasn't so so i would like to i would actually like to open this debate Ooh, debates <laughs> what is the difference between sci-fi and fantasy uh, i find sci-fi with a more technological yes. storyline so it's more Fucking nailed it uh sciencey with like space it's science fiction there's space there's gonna be more but technology isn't anything that's fantasy well we can make up. this argument for anything like isn't uh but isn't fantasy a subgenre of sci-fi is it search it up yeah because anything it's a f- is science it's is fantastical fiction. is fiction science fiction yeah it's fake. anything's fiction yeah we've not, gone not i swear we've gone over this before i i think the working definition of of sci-fi is um science fiction is a genre of speculative fiction that typically deals with imaginative futurist and futuristic concepts as advanced science and technology space exploration time travel parallel universal universes and or extraterrestrial life yeah i feel like sci-fi could be like what we would end up at at some point Right, like, like sci-fi, future, yeah. yeah, sci-fi dystopian. for us is could be dystopian, but also could be attainable. Like I could yeah. see that happening. Whereas yeah. a fantasy, there are aspects of a fantasy made that up would world. never yeah. happen. That's a good way to put it. Definitely. I agree anyway, with that. okay. So, what book are we talking about today, Chris? Today we're talking about Ready Player One by Ooh. Ernest Klein, which was actually written in 2011, or it came out in 2011. I read this book in 2013. Mm. So, and I haven't read it since. So that's how we're going. That's how we're doing. You must this. have really loved it. I so funny story about this book. Um, my brother Corey, he doesn't read ever. Like okay. my family is very illiterate. They know this. I'm not being a dick when I say that. We're all pretty illiterate. Like we were not smart. We're I think still, you're smart. Uh, maybe spelling is just smart. not your your thing. <laughs> none of us could spell. None of us can read. We're all kind of dumb. Um, my brother, bless his soul. I love this kid more than life. But he doesn't read. He's not really into it. And he recommended me to read this book. He was like, yo, I read this book. 
as soon as he said i read this book i was like what is it i gotta read it (laughs) (laughs) although he's reading more now apparently so anything he reads i make sure to read because it's got to be good if it's kept his interest it's got to be good so he's like i read this book ready player one it's really good i think you would like it and i was like yo i'm definitely gonna read that i i really liked it a lot i don't know if you guys seen the movie have you guys seen the no movie? but i hear it's good um i don't remember it was a pretty popular movie yeah i just haven't seen it i am confusing it with gamer no what was the one ultron no um oh the one where they're tron in- tron. Tron. Yeah. tron yeah, yeah, yeah i'm confusing yeah. it with tron then that's a completely fair confusion because there's a lot of uh it's like a video game type thing so that's fair uh confirming i have not seen ready player one <laughs> confirming i have not seen i have not seen nor read ready player one and i feel like i know the premise but i'm excited for you to to tell us yeah um let's dive nerdy let's dive into the book no. cover oh, okay the cover they're gonna say the um is this there's so many cover? i feel like Ooh. it's the one with the red and yellow it's a red background and the font is yellow but the um font kind of looks like it's, it's like block letters it's like crappy block letters that look like i de- it looks like i de- i wrote this cover yeah that cover's not great um the other one is no here's uh, the new one this one's trash too but that's the main that's the main one that ever- if you picked up the book now that's the one you would get this is trash um <laughs> the background is like fucking trailers stacked on each other and there's a guy climbing up a ladder to climb through the trailers and then um, in the foreground that is kind of like translucent is like white block letters, same style block letters as the other crappy to cover. Um, and it has red. The white letters are out- outlined in like thin red. It's interesting. It's a garbage cover. And That's like one of I the, would never pick this book This up. is like the main setting. Well, not the main setting, but this is that a That looks like a junkyard. There's a reason. So... With all that being said, Neg- <laughs> negative fourteen on the cover. Let, let me get the the, the clock out. Negative fourteen. This is on gonna the cover. be really again. I have not read this book in Sorry, over timer. five years. Yeah. Okay. I think I remember the. You could have fucking skimmed through it. Before. <laughs> I was finishing the other book that I needed to read for this podcast. Not, not all of us can read a book in a day, Erica. Yeah, Erica. Yeah, Erica. I skimmed. I skimmed through my books too. I just well, I Erica also reads the end before she even starts the book. So <laughs> yeah, I, just, I don't I just, do that anymore. We did it for Lee Bardugo this week now or last week. No, we didn't. Two weeks you were the last. Six sentence. words. Okay, ready? We're going out. Honestly, no. We're so Kristen, Kristen is going to. This is gonna be really bad. It's tell hard. us the plot of Ready Player One in sixty seconds. No, it's hard. It's if, hard. If anybody is watch or listening to this and this is like their favorite book, just stop. Blessing. Just you know what? Just open your mind. I'm not gonna do it justice. Let's it's go. It's fine. Ready? Yep. In three, two. So this book is set in a dystopian world. Uh we follow our main character, Wade. It's first person. He's a kid who lives in what's called the stacks. Um, which is all those trailers that you were just talking about stacked on top of each other. So he's wicked poor and um the way of living is like not ideal so the way that they do live is inside of a video game like they all have virtual reality and like they spend all their time in what's called the oasis um he spends most of the time in like some van that he's converted into his own little area and the guy who created the game holiday dies and before he dies he says there's three keys inside of the game and if you find them all you'll have all of my fortune and you'll take over the oasis 
so um um wade goes into the game 15 seconds fuck and he joins with like a band of other they're called gunters who are looking for the easter egg to win the game and then at the end eventually like they all come together and they win that was it you I did, did it. Good. You did it in under sixty. Um, what did you say, Gunters? Gunters. So that's uh, the, the weirdest name. They call themselves the Gunters. I think it's the Gunters. I'm pretty sure it's the Gunters. They are people who are obsessed with finding the Easter egg that Halliday left behind. Because if you find it, you know you get all the fortune, and and these people aren't necessarily rich. So are is everybody trying to find these fucking Easter eggs? Yes. Yes. So how did they? How did they find all three? So, well, they're trying to find the keys. So there's three keys that are hidden in the game. And there's different, like, mini games that you have to do to win the key, which, like, opens a gate and you get to go to the next one. There's a huge leaderboard. So I think the most interesting thing about this entire book is it's another, like, corporate, big corporation that um, it's called, like, the iOS. Like, they... iOS? Yeah. They, Apple? I think it's iOS. But they send in like they're called sixers they send in these people to try to find the keys and they have all the access that they need to holiday stuff you know like they're a business right so they're trying to find the keys and so they can have just full co- like exactly, monopoly of it exactly so when they find out wade is the first kid to find the first key it's been like years since anybody's found it he's Wonka. the first one to find it so the guy like the main guy from that corporation reaches out to him and says i have a proposition for you come work for us we'll pay you and you help us find the keys and he turns it down and the guy says well i know where you live in real life and at first you're like oh yeah whatever empty threat but he you know he's in this van and the guy goes and blows up that stack in real life and kills his aunt (gasps) and now you know it's like it's serious and there's a love interest in it. He fi- he meets this girl Artemis after he finishes the love first that key. Name. Yeah, that's her like screen name. So you don't really know who they are in real life. And he has. Do a they friend. look like what they look like in real life? You don't know until then until they meet in real life. Okay. So you could be anything you want in the Oasis. I think the Oasis is really neat. It's like yeah. they go to school in the o- Oasis. So, like it's their quick whole question. life. This might be a dumb question right now, but if if they're living life through this simulation game. Mm-hmm how do they sustain themselves outside of it so if they're poor mm. where do they get this food from where do they get water from like how do they survive if they're not living in the outside world they're living through the simulation that's not like i don't remember if that's like super explained but i would say almost everything is done within the oasis and they so, can just survive off of that i guess it's cool like you have to have the money in order to buy like certain suits like when you know Fortnite. You, have to, you have to like walk but like they have treadmills and like they have like certain suits that they like can punch with and like it's like real movements right and you could be anything you want when you're in the oasis that just, sounds dope it yeah. does i'm just trying to think about like when you get out of it to go to bed are you hungry yeah pretty much i'd be hungry if like I'm he has play a, game all day. his life is sustainable has the world died uh not the entire world it's more of like a dystopian where people would rather live in a game than live in real world in real life because I'm just thinking, like, think about how many people are in the world and this fucking kid gets this key. Exactly. So that's why it's such a big deal is because nobody saw it coming. And once his name was on the leaderboard, now everybody's after him. They're like, who's this Wade guy? And right. he has one friend named H. And then he meets Artemis and he ends up helping Artemis find the first key. So they're the two that are on the leaderboard. So once they find the first, like, let's say they found the first key and he died. Would the key just go back into the world? No. 
you, you it still stays like that he's still on the leaderboard like you could die in the oasis and come back you just lose all your shit no in like real life oh in real life i don't i don't even know i guess you just have. don't go back into the game ever again because like well one of the so it was four of them that end up like being on the leaderboard or five it's like a two brothers h artemis and and him but one of the brothers dies in real life because those guys go and kill him and mm-hmm. he ends up off of the leaderboard because he dies in the game too technically mm-hmm. okay so that's interesting mm-hmm. so when you told this plot i got reminded of sort of a current events here mm-hmm. I've, so i'm sure you guys have heard about the uh, billionaire that hid a treasure in the rockies yes oh, yeah, yeah. yeah this is basically the same thing somebody and finally found somebody it. found it so hidden I, I have the npr article in front of me right nice hidden treasure chest filled with golden gems is found in the rocky mountains but i think the person who found it decided to stay anonymous yeah and um but after 10 years they finally found it but people have died looking for that thing i love treasure hunts i'm a big so, fan of treasure hunts i am too so that was my favorite part of this entire thing was like oh how is he gonna find another key uh i'm not a huge fan of games and gaming Mm. and like that type of world so i didn't think i was gonna like it so there's like mini games you have to do to find the thing but you kind of have to know all about halliday is it like mario party no (laughs) no it's like it's like basically like mario party no it's like whoever whoever knows the most about this guy who created it is gonna win they have to like so it feels like mario party <laughs> i guess i guess you could look so at the it game the like mini the, game the simulation itself yeah. is right. it like shooter is it like no what's the game like one of them is like you have to know all the lines in one of holiday's movie and you get like inserted into the movie and you have to like speak the lines one of them is like you have to beat like a fucking pinball game or something and like one of them he beats a game and he gets a quarter okay and he's like why do i need this quarter but he's like i'm gonna save it just in case and later on in the game when everybody dies his quarter ends up being an extra life and that was like the twist and that's how he is able to like conquer the sisters thanks for telling us i said i was gonna spoil this book is i wasn't for a while i I didn't think you would either (laughs) Uh, this is one of those i'm not interested in watch the movie but the it, the premise oh, sounds okay yeah i can watch the here's movie. the thing i feel like this is something i would watch a movie for not read a book for i thought the movie was really good if it's anything visual like tron i'm in it's very much definitely watch the trailer it's tron tron was cool as shit yeah i didn't I, like tron was a book it might be a book i have no idea i don't i don't it think is. i'd read it yeah but the movie was visually stimulating well the whole thing is cgi and it's steven yeah, spielberg like, I'm, I'm in on that oh mm-hmm. it's spielberg. Oh, spielberg i'm pretty sure i'm almost positive. baby baby yeah and i mean it's really good the end is really neat because the guy who made the entire game with him like who helped him invent it comes into play and is like i just don't want the sixers to win like i don't want it to be a corporation so right. he helps the group of people come together by flying them to his like private area and is like and then and then he gets to meet artemis in real life and they she's actually like adorable and like they fall in love cute yeah i i like it I just, it feels like there's like a lot of questions. I have a lot of questions. I have a lot of questions. Well, I mean, the, the the whole food thing. Maybe I'm just like, I like food a You're lot. You're hungry. But yeah. I just wonder how they're, how they're surviving. How are we doing this? Yeah. I'll say you this. Know? I feel like science fiction does a really bad job with the food thing. And th- <laughs> this has been a topic before. It's hard to, um, it's hard to do it right. Like to create, especially in worlds, like in science fiction worlds, how do you make food interesting? Like, how is it different? Not only that, it's, it's not even, like, making it interesting. It doesn't have to be a whole event, but 
do explain that they are sustaining themselves somehow. Yeah, like survival yeah. in general. That's like, the even only just way. write a paragraph about how like they stop you to guys drink some water. fucking don't eat anymore. And that's or the thing like, they might have. it is. They, they might have. They might have. You take a pill. You take a pill You read now. in 2013. Yeah. For your nutrients. I don't but, know. And he's like in the beginning he's fat. Not in the movie. They did not do that justice. But it, it's described that he's bigger. Like he oh, lives in a video game. And they didn't game. do that in the movie? No they didn't. That was actually a big. I would have loved a little plus size boy. Yeah but but when he and Artemis have a fight because he comes on way too strong at the beginning. So she kind of backs off. It's like I care more about the Easter egg than I do about this. Like you know he loses a bunch of weight like he starts exercising and like steps away from the game and like you know like takes care of himself and it's like so clearly he's eating Mm, okay cool just don't know what just don't know what it's fine yeah when i i like i'm writing my fantasy it's like fantasy dystopian um where like the world it's basically the world ends and only the fae or like you know the special people are alive mm. so that's how i like cut off the population mm-hmm. and then what i what i did was i described i was like i need a food source all food is yeah. gonna be like you know all these di- distri- distribution areas are like humans run it so i was like all right i'm gonna make these mages who create certain types of food that's neat so, so it's like there's a whole system and process yeah. in yeah. place but i feel like that's the fantasy genre. The fantasy genre goes through, through the food stuff for sure. And they're like, this is how, like, this is what people eat. This is what you can't eat. Or this is like how yeah, the process yeah, is. Yeah. Like, I think fantasy and you're so used to reading fantasy. Everything's just so much more. Yeah. Detailed. detailed. I, yeah. That's a definite. Yes. You're right. Because my book kind of sci-fi. straddles that like dystopian sci-fi and fantasy. Mm. Apocal- it's like apocalyptic. Right. So it straddles the sci-fi fantasy genre. But I obviously read a lot of fantasies. So in my head, I was like, I need to fucking describe this. Yeah. I just wanted to say I'm looking up if they did talk about food in the book. And I found like a little Reddit thread about it because people are asking the same exact question as you are. Okay. But like, how do they sustain in real life? Like you see him get a drink in the game. But that's literally just for Are we focusing too much on the food? Well, it's interesting. (laughs) Honestly, it's just. I would think that. You can order food through the Oasis and have it come to you in real life. Oh, yeah, that's cool. Mm-hmm. I like that because what if you're in a cool world in the Oasis that has some crazy ass Big yeah, Mac like, that yeah. you've never seen before and exactly. that shows up at your house? That's cool. You know what is making me think of um, the Black Mirror episode. What's it you called? Always go so back, back, back on Black Mirror. Black Mirror. <laughs> I still haven't seen <laughs> Black Mirror. You, you guys haven't watched Black Mirror. I haven't Not finished it. One. It fucks me up in the head the so much. What was it called? What was the one called? It was the with the lesbians. <laughs> um black that mirror. doesn't help me at all <laughs> still haven't seen it um there was an episode where like this you basically when you're old you get hooked up into like a virtual reality and you get to live your younger self mm-hmm. and you go and there's like they show like clubs and stuff and you can like have sex and do whatever you want and you're yeah. in your young body oh wow i do want to explore the idea of like simulation yeah and do you guys think that's going to be a future for us? Like, well, yeah. gonna, well I was going to say, here's my thing. Like, would you do it if it exists? Yes. San Junipero. Sorry, that's the episode. <laughs> Thank you. San Junipero. Thank you. Yes, I'd do it. I, you would spend I love time. The Sims. Yeah. I don't do it now as often as I used to. Oh, but, The Sims. Yeah. But I think, mm. I would, I think I would dabble in it. And I fear for the obsession that I'd be in it. So Mike has a virtual reality set um that i played virtual i've played vr before but like this one is so different like i feel like so much more immersed and like i put those goggles on and i'm like dude i could stay in here all day so i've never done vr oh you got to come over and try it out it's so fun you live so far 
Yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> it's um, really fun. But no, I've o- I've always wanted to, but I fear the obsession I'm going to I'm going to get if yeah. I if I enter that world and I wonder how that's going to be for our future if we ever do that. Yeah. I think they have to I think virtual reality is still a very long time away cuz yeah. the, the video Maybe. games are good. They're not great. Mm-hmm. They're mm-hmm. they're good. We not need like, like suits like yeah, like they you need have like this. suits and yeah. like like we have I've played with my friends virtual reality and they have like a bar fight like app or I whatever where awesome. you like you I fight in a bar so but cool. the glitches are like the funniest thing in the world because they're just like wah, 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 and like they're like banging their head on a bar table and you're just like oh nobody's actually attacking you right now That's so but funny. like i said like it's just the virtual reality it's such a new feature and it's yeah. such a new technology yeah. that it we have feels so like it's been around far. for a while but it's very new and we don't i feel like we don't appreciate it enough like it's so wild yeah, the we're idea going into it, like a different freaking world. Like it's I, surrounding us. It's weird because we've always done that. We've always gone to different worlds. But like now visually. we just have a visual add-on that makes it more immersive. Yeah, but we've just, always I'm, had. If I told my worlds. grandpa about this back before even TV was invented, I was like, "Well, one day, it's not even just television. We're going to be going into the video games." I think he would lose his mind. So, what was your favorite aspect of this book? Um, or part of it if you want to say a part of it i say the treasure hunt of it all yeah i just love treasure hunts when i grew growing up like my favorite books were the magic tree house mm. and it's just like cool to just like go into a different like fantasy world that's not this reality and to just like hunt things down and like look at new things and like i don't know i just love treasure hunts is there room for a sequel there is a sequel it's coming out there um, is yes I think the book or the year. movie the book I didn't know that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hold on. I don't know what. I don't know what else they would do. I guess it'd be like. So the story wraps up at the end. Yeah, he Wade gets the all the money, and he has full control of the oasis. But like, well, I, I guess know. I guess the book too would be like what he does problems, with it. Yeah, problems within. I guess, but of- like, I'm kind of all set. <laughs> guess the title. Ready Player Two. Yeah, knew it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Ready Player That's Two is an upcoming 2020 like science fiction novel by American author Ernest Klein and is the sequel to the 2011 debut novel. Uh, plans for Ready Player One sequel were first announced back in 2015. Hmm. Let's see what the know that. release date is. I think I'm all set. I don't need to read I it. I think that's what I've heard. I feel like, don't start this video. I didn't ask you <laughs> to do the video. It was okay. like a good wrap up. I got what I needed out of it and I'm ready to move on. You know? Yeah, for sure. One of those. How do you feel like predictability of like, were you shocked at the end or were you just like, yeah, this is how this is going to end? Uh, yeah. I mean, I knew he was going to win. <laughs> yeah. It's kind I, of when it, when it comes to like a game like that, it's tough because like you're like automatically kind of like, well, how does the main character not win? Exactly. Was and there any then, crazy deaths? But that's yeah. why Hunger Games was so cool because you knew she was going to win, but it, you didn't know she was going to win like that exactly and i like that yeah i know we spoiled it here for me but the hunger games ending for like how they won the games yeah was pretty good i didn't expect I would, that you weren't kind of. and even when you did you read the second one yeah i read all the books now so even the second one where you, they go back and you're just like oh the way she gets out on the second book the second like, one, i had no fucking idea yeah that was that was, that was a real also i love seeing it in the film the film version was so much better. i need to watch those again. so like hunger games i They're guess could Prime. be more sci-fi Mm. more I dystopian mean, yeah, yeah it's yeah, apocalyptic yeah. It's, but but it but the technology they have does oh, yeah, feel more dystopian. sci-fi i guess then it's a dystopian sci-fi i think i would call it yeah in a sense 
Sure, I'll, I'll accept we, that. We quantified it as like a staple book. That's, we didn't yeah, really yeah we didn't give it genre. a genre. That's true. I mean, science fiction is just so... There's so many science fiction books and there's so many genres within science fiction. Like you were saying, like space and then technology and like... Do you know... I keep hearing this term, a space opera. No. Sounds awesome though. Yeah, there are books that are called like space operas. What does mm-hmm. that mean? I don't know. And I, they, I want they call to. Like but Star Wars, a space opera. Is that? But why is it an opera? Who's singing? Because <laughs> it. What's the definition of an opera? It's like um. I ensemble. just thought it was just singing. Is it an ensemble? I don't know. I just made that up. An ensemble no, is like um, the cast. But like, I keep hearing it's like it's a space opera, and I'm just like I don't know what that means. I've never even heard that term. Let's. I keep let's, watching a lot of booktube videos. Yeah. Let's get a real definition. Space opera opera is a subgenre of science fiction that emphasizes space warfare, melodramatic adventure, interplanetary battles, chivalric, <laughs> chivalric romance, and risk-taking. That was amazing. So like uh like a chivalrous guy, like he's like But here's the thing, I it's can, like I like how I pictured it is just like gentlemanly. It's no like a soap opera. It's not like opera. Oh, it's like a uh, soap yeah. opera it's instead like of space, op- space opera. It, yes, exactly. <laughs> okay. It is. WWE, yeah. But no, like, but the, I guess well, within the Oasis, space. you're in different planets and space stuff. So I guess you can almost even classify it as that. But it's but the main world that everything is in is, is still in the Oasis. World. The Oasis is a place you go to. Yeah, but it's the entire book is in the Oasis. Not when they blow up his stacks. Yeah, that's like a very brief moment. Okay. And I don't think meet, I would call it space opera. I wouldn't call it a space mm-hmm. opera. I don't. I know I didn't read it. You did. It's but not like, in space. It's in a video game set in space. It's a fake it's place. A fake. But it's real to them. It's a fucking fake place. <laughs> you, can't, you can't say like... That's oh, the other thing. Like, that, like oh. if I just like painted this whole room with fucking vines and like made it into a jungle, I wouldn't be like, we're in a jungle. <laughs> Isn't that what books are? But it are? looks like we're in a jungle. Yes, no, books Book, are all fake. Wait a second. Wait, we are not talking about the book. We're talking about we're the talking know, about know, where it is. I'm just messing Stop with Stop trolling. But it, it, uh, I forgot what I was just going to say. We're in a jungle. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> but like, I feel like the second okay. that something happened to me, my real life, like if I'm in this game and I'm like, I got to find this treasure. The second like my shit blows up, I'm like, nah, I'm probably going to go back to reality <laughs> now. <laughs> this doesn't seem worth it. <gasps> All right, so that's just me. Anyway, um, okay. So, do you guys have any sci-fi recommendations? You the, Martian, the Martian, the Martian, the Martian, the Martian, the Martian. Okay, 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 okay. I I don't read it. That freaking movie was so good. I actually bought the book and never read it. The Martian is like a comedy, isn't it? No, they classified it as a comedy. It though. is. It's a funny. It book. is not a comedy. It's funny. No, the movie is not a comedy. It's funny. There's funny parts, but it's not all movies. Comedy, it's parts. satirical, and exactly. and it's like okay, it's then telling. Okay, then Thor is a comedy. Yeah, but that's not what it's, it's classified also as. Very fucking funny. So every I single Marvel movie is a comedy, and it's not anything else. Not an action movie. It's a comedy. Um, Ragnarok made me laugh more Fuck than like movie. most <laughs> movies do. Yeah, it's because it's a comedy. Ragnarok. That was, was that? a literal joke. Was that a half. Marvel one? I yeah, I banned yeah. Marvel from. So those aren't even action movies. They're comedies. Okay um so very popular sci-fis are like obviously fahrenheit 151 oh, 451 yeah. i haven't read that one um slaughterhouse five never read it um that's a big one that people like to read yeah i never read sci-fi it's just like i i don't either it's either. not something i gravitate towards at all i robot um really mm. good i forgot that was a book first i oh, know oh a wrinkle in time did you guys watch that movie the movie no. was i was the only movie i've ever walked out on 
You walked out? It was horrible. It was the worst movie I've seen in my life. Okay. Sorry. I'm sorry to anybody who enjoyed it. Um, the Road. I read The Road. I don't think I loved it, but I definitely was not. I was. I thought it was the worst movie. Which is strange because I usually am very... Look up the reviews, bro. Everybody hated it. Okay. <laughs> I'm not saying that I'm like standing by it. Um, But yeah, we don't really have a ton of... Yeah, we're not I good wish I wish we were better with it, but really the only one that I highly suggest is The Martian. Yeah, I agree. I think you should read it, even if you watch the movie. If you like the movie, you should definitely fucking read it. I'm going to read it. It very good. Oh, you read it? Mm-hmm. Okay. It was very good. I'll read it. All right. Well, that wraps up our science fiction podcast today. Sorry I didn't have anything extremely exciting for you in the sci-fi world. <laughs> but we did it. We talked we about sci-fi. It. You know we what? How about, how about tell us your favorite sci-fis so yeah. we can hop into those. Because, again, we are new to this. We're not... Yeah as well versed in all genres as some others are we're so still we're still discovering we're still discovering them. we're open to new things so yeah. tell us follow uh, us on instagram and tell us what yeah. you like yeah follow us on instagram if you haven't already yeah. it's books and betches the n is in there yeah books, books underscore n, n underscore betches b-e-t-c-h-e-s you'll find very us. nice you'll find us yeah look for us on instagram give us a follow couple likes and tell us what comment. you like in sci-fi. Yeah. Give Recommend, us, give please. Give us the goods. Give us the goods. <laughs> next give week, goods. next week, you're not going to want to miss it because I don't even know what we're talking about. A saucy fantasy paranormal romance. Saucy yeah. fantasy paranormal romance. I didn't know. I didn't, I didn't know what to call it. What? What's the book? It is Angel's Blood. Angel's Blood. Definitely be here next week. It's going to be a good one. I'm sure because... You're doing it, Erica? Yeah. Erica's going to read oh. us a one minute. If it's not, saucy in the title, it. Erica's got it. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for joining us on another episode of Books and Betches. Bye. <laughs>